Am I on? Okay, we're good. All right. Um, so my name is Mark Lacasse. Though a lot of you here, you knew me all week as Mr. Mark. I led Kidvid Cinema each night right here in the sanctuary. And to be honest, I'm feeling a little lonely because I'm used to all of the kiddos being like right up front on like by the stage. So if you are a child who was a part of kids camp or not a part of kids camp, but you want to come forward and sit right up front, come sit on the floor while I come on forward. Come on up. Come on, take a seat. There's no age limit, so if you are old and you feel like you're a kid, then you can come on forward too, I guess. We're just not going to help you get back up. All right, so, hey, I can hear myself now, perfect. Now, if you're noisy and not behaving, I'm just going to kick you back to your parents, okay? The reason why I'm good at that is from September to June, I'm actually a school teacher at a local middle school, um, and I never want my students to take the whole summer off and stop using their brain. Um, you know, Minecraft and Roblox, that can only go so far. So I want to keep you all engaged. Um, so kiddos, I'm going to need your help, okay? We're going to talk and do a little science experiment. So this week we've been talking about how we can shine Jesus' light, right? So let's just do that all together one time quick. Ready? After me, we're going to say, shine Jesus' light. Ready? One, two, three. Shine Jesus' light. Now, I am not a scientist, but in the most simple sense, when light hits an object, there's three things that can happen. Would anyone like to guess what could happen to the light when it hits an object? Yeah, Henry, what do you think? objects. Yeah, so it could reflect. So one thing light could do is light could reflect. How about another thing? What could happen? What could it do? Uh, I'm going to ask Emily, okay? Refraction. Re okay, refraction. That's kind of like passing through, so we'll use the term passing through. So light could reflect when it hits something. Light could pass through. And what else could it do? It could just stay in one spot. Like it could stop. Yeah, so there's three things that could happen when light hits an object. It can pass through, it can reflect, or it can stop. So we're going to conduct a little science experiment today. And I have three objects. I have a mirror, a basket, and a magnifying glass. Now, before a scientist ever conducts an experiment, what should we do first? Yeah, what should we do first? We should make our predictions. So I'm just going to do it by a show of hands. And whichever seems to have the most amount of hands up, we're going to write that into our chart. So when I shine a light at the mirror, what do you think will happen? Do you, I'm going to give you your three options. Will it pass through, reflect, or stop? Raise your hand if you say it's going to pass through and go through the mirror. Raise your hand if you think it's going to reflect off the mirror. Well, I don't think I need to ask the next one. Okay, so we'll put down reflect. 
When I hold up this basket to the light, do you think the light will pass through the basket? Do you think it will reflect? Or do you think it will stop? Raise your, ha- raise your hand if you say pass through. Raise your hand if you say reflect. Raise your hand if you say stop. All right, let's see. Now for the magnifying glass. Will the light pass through, reflect, or stop? Raise your hand if you say pass through. Okay, wow, I don't even have to. By the way, adults, you're not participating very well. You know, this is not just. All right, could we dim the lights, please? So I have my very cute helper, my wife. Um, She is going to shine, and we will start with the mirror. She is going to shine a light, and let's see what happens with the light. Can you guys, are we hitting it? Oh, there we go. Do you guys see it? So when the light hits the mirror, what does it do? Yell it out. What does it do? All right. So now, scientists, we're going to make our observations, and I'm just going to save time and put an arrow there to say that it reflects. Up next, we have our basket. You predicted that it would stop. Do we see the light beyond it? So what does the light do? It? Okay. And I'll save time again and just write the little arrow across. There we go. It stops. See, this is why I'm not truly a scientist. Um, All the engineers are going crazy. Now, for the magnifying glass, does it reflect, stop, or does it pass through? That's right. We see it on the other side. Okay. So, you guys were 100% correct. Give yourselves a round of applause. Now, why don't you head back to your parents, head back to your seats, because I don't think I can handle all of you up front for the next 10 minutes. So, you guys were awesome, by the way. In our our lives, guys, we want to be like two of these objects, and one of the objects we don't want to be like. So in order to learn about which ones we want to be like and which one we don't want to be like, let's turn to Jesus, who we learned a lot about this week. And Jesus was really good at giving examples and using comparisons in modern day life to help us learn lessons. So if we go to the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 14, Jesus is teaching here about light. And in chapter 5, verse 14, Jesus says this. He says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Wait a second, though. Didn't we, didn't we learn all week that Jesus is the light? But yet Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, he says, no, you are the light of the world. How can we become the light of the world? Out of these three objects, which object, kiddos, which object would we want to be light to have the light pass through us? Yell it out. Which one would we want to be light? We want to be like the magnifying glass. You see, we want people to learn about Jesus' light because of the way we live and the things that we say and the things that we do. So how do we learn about Jesus so that we can know what his light is and let it pass through us? Well, you're doing it right now. Going to church is one way, going to kids' church, going to kids' camp, 
reading the Bible, reading other books about Jesus. These are all ways that we can learn about Jesus' light and let his light pass through us. Be honest, though. Have you ever been in a situation where it's been challenging to let Jesus' light shine through you? Maybe your brother or sister is mean to you, or someone at school doesn't want to play with you, or grown-ups, maybe an adult at work talks behind your back, or maybe your spouse has let you down again in the same way again. Sometimes it's really hard to let Jesus' light pass through us. But the good news is Jesus doesn't have us do this on our own. In John chapter 14, verse 26, Jesus says, When the Father sends the Advocate, which is, in other words, is the Helper, the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything as I told you. So guys, this Holy Spirit is kind of like the glass piece in the magnifying glass, and we're like the plastic that holds the glass piece. It's not the plastic's ability to let the light shine through, but it's the glass's ability. It's the Holy Spirit that allows us to shine Jesus' light to the rest of the world. So when things are hard, we can ask the Holy Spirit. We can ask that glass piece in our heart to say, hey, will you help us? Will you help me be Jesus' light to the rest of the world? And the Holy Spirit will give us the strength to do that. Now, if we keep reading, it says, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. I mean, kiddos and grown-ups, doesn't that sound so silly? Who would take a light, put it on a stand, and then cover it up with a basket? Like, that just doesn't make sense. See, we don't want to cover up Jesus' light. Because when Jesus' light is shining in our direction, which it always is, we don't want to stop it. We want it to shine. And Jesus doesn't want to stop it either. But unfortunately, there is someone who wants to stop the light, and that's Satan. Or if you have never heard of Satan before, that's just God's enemy. Jesus says in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief's goal or the enemy's goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. So what Satan wants, he wants us to be selfish. He wants us to think we don't need Jesus. He wants us to think that his way is better than our way. He wants us to take the basket and cover up that light of Jesus shining towards us. You know, when our brother or sister is mean to us, he wants us to think, it's okay for me to say something mean back, or it's okay for me to hit him. Or when a coworker is talking behind our back, Satan wants us to think, it's okay for us to talk behind their back. Or when our spouse does something wrong and lets us down again, Satan wants us to think it's okay to go on a spending spree and make ourselves feel better, or it's okay to get back at them in some way because I know how to get back at them. And all of a sudden, we change the magnifying glass for the basket, and then Jesus' light can't be seen anymore. Will our brother or sister or friend or teacher or coworker or spouse or parents Learn about how amazing Jesus is if we cover up the light. You see, it's in those challenging moments where we go to the Holy Spirit. We go to that glass piece in the magnifying glass, and we say, Holy Spirit, I don't want to shine your light right now, but please help me to shine Jesus' light to the rest of the world. And when you mess up, 
because let's be real, you're all going to mess up. I mess up. And sometimes we take the magnifying glass and we throw it down and we take the basket and we cover up Jesus' light because that's what we want to do. How do we trade it back? How do we throw that basket down and pick back up the magnifying glass? We repent. We say we're sorry. We go up to that person and we say, hey, I shouldn't have done that. Would you forgive me? Now, adults, I'm going to call us out here. Kids are way better at saying sorry and asking for forgiveness than we are. And I think maybe we're on kids all the time, say sorry, say sorry, say sorry, and we don't have someone doing that for us. Or maybe we think it's just implied, or maybe we just become too prideful as we get older. But we don't want to apologize very often. But man, if we want to be the light of the world, go up to your coworker and say, hey, I'm sorry. I, I really should not have said that about you. Would you forgive me? Or go to your spouse and you say, hey, I'm really sorry. I did. Would you forgive me for this? If we want to talk about shining Jesus' light, apologize when you grab that basket and pick back up that magnifying glass. The last verse says, in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so everyone will praise your heavenly father. So see, in the end, we're not trying to shine Jesus' light so people will like us or so God will love us because he already loves us. We're not trying to shine Jesus' light to like be the coolest person in the world or make money. Or, there's, the reason why we shine Jesus' light is we want people to know God as a result. We want people to see Jesus' light in our life and then want to get to know Jesus as a result of it because of how we act. I mean, kids, imagine for a second you have a friend over your house and you're having a play date and a friend plays with your toy and a friend breaks your toy. What do you want to do in that moment? You probably want to yell at your friend. You probably want to be angry with them. You probably want to be mean to them. And guess what they'll probably expect you to do? Be mean to them and be angry to them and yelling at them. But if you do that, it's like seeing Jesus' light coming towards you and dropping the magnifying glass and picking back up the basket and stopping Jesus' light. But imagine if instead of yelling at your friend for doing that, you can say, it's okay, I forgive you. And even if you know they did it on purpose, hey, it's just a thing, I forgive you. You matter more to me than that toy. And the cool thing is, at some point, your friend's going to say something to you like, why did you forgive me? Most people would be mad at me. And that's when you have the opportunity to say, Jesus forgave me. I just want to forgive like Jesus. And the cool thing is, when we do that, that's when we pick up the mirror. And not only does Jesus' light pass through us, but then it reflects back up to God. And that's what we want to do. We want to reflect Jesus' light back to him. So at all times, we give credit to him. You see, the Bible says every good and perfect gift is from above. So anything good in life, we give credit to God. That's how we reflect the light back to him. So kids, I need your help one more time, okay? This week, and adults too, adults too. This week we learned, when life feels dark, when people don't get along, when good things happen, 
When people feel sad. All right, come on, one more time. And when people need help, shine, shine Jesus Christ. See, God lets us join with him to shine his goodness to the world. And I pray that we'll join with the Holy Spirit and look for opportunities to shine his light as well. So we're going to sing one more song. If you guys would stand with me as we close so everyone can stand. Now, if you're here today and... Maybe you've never seen Jesus' light in your life before. Maybe your kids came home this week and they were talking all about this light of Jesus and you don't even know what that light is. I want to give you an opportunity to invite that light into your life for the first time ever. Put another way, I want to give you a chance to ask Jesus to be the leader of your life, to be your savior. You know, when I was, I, I was very blessed to grow up in a home where my parents loved me and they brought me to church. And I, I knew Jesus' light. And for a lot of my childhood, I was that magnifying glass. But when I got into college, I thought that my way was going to be better. And I picked up my basket. And I lived with my basket for about five years doing everything that I could to cover up Jesus' life, Jesus' light. And the more that time went on, the more I was empty and had a hole. So then I kept trying other things to fill that hole and other things to fill that hole and other things to fill that hole. All the while, I kept the basket over Jesus' light that was shining towards me. And it wasn't until 2008 when I was downstairs in a worship service here with a young adult church where I was singing a worship song and God brought me to my knees and I threw that basket down and I said, I don't want to have that basket again. God, I want to shine your light. And I gave my life to God. And I rededicated myself. And so maybe you've never had Jesus' light in your life. Or maybe you're here today and you're coming back. And you've had Jesus' light, but you've walked away. And this is the day where you're going to put that stake in the ground and you want to throw that basket down. Yeah, you know what? You're going to pick up the basket sometimes and you're going to mess up. But you know what? I'm choosing to live my life for God and send his light shining through my life at any opportunity that I can. And here's the deal. I'm not promising your life will be perfect. My life is still hard. I still have challenges. But I have a peace that passes understanding. I see the light that shines through me to other people, and there's just an unexplainable joy in my life. So I'm going to have us all bow our heads and close our eyes. And if that's you today, where you want to ask Jesus' light to be in your life for the first time, or maybe you're feeling the Spirit prompting you to come back with your eyes closed and heads bowed, would you raise your hand? Would you raise your hand if that's you today, where you want to rededicate your life to God where you want to give your life to God for the first time. I see those hands, yeah. Anyone else, you want to rededicate your life, you want to come back, you want to drop that basket and pick up that magnifying glass and then reflect God's light back to him. If you raise your hand, would you just pray after me? Lord God, I thank you that your light is always shining. I thank you that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. I thank you that even though I'm not worthy, you make me worthy. 
please forgive me of my sins. I drop this basket, God, and I want to pick up your magnifying glass and shine your light to the rest of the world. In Jesus' name, amen. So dance team, come up. They're going to sing a song, and the song starts by saying, the world is searching for an answer, a ray of hope in the hopeless world. Who can we turn to? Where is our rescue? There's someone. He's the answer. He's the light that will light the way. His name is Jesus. He came to save us. So God, we thank you for this light. We praise you, God. We pray for the kids that came to our building this week. We pray for their souls, God. We pray that they would just live a life, God. Whether we planted the seeds this week, God, whether we water the seeds, God, or whether we're seeing the harvest, we join with you and we just thank you for the opportunity, God. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jesus, and he came to save. 
Thank you, guys. Hey, let's give it up one more time for all the Kids Camp volunteers. Yes. Thank you, Kids Camp volunteers. This has been a wonderful week. As we mentioned Friday night, we couldn't have done it without the 130 to 160 volunteers we had here. We also couldn't have done it, parents, if you didn't bring your kids. So thank you to all those parents that came back this Sunday. We really appreciate you doing that. After service, we've got a hot dog lunch downstairs. Everybody's invited. The inflatables are going to start at 1045. So you still got at least 10 minutes if your kids are really anxious. Um, come downstairs, have lunch with us. That will be wonderful. I also want to mention we're going to have a prayer team on, on this side of the altar and this side of the altar. If you raise your hand or if you want to know more about Jesus or you just want prayer for any situation, people will have prayer lanyards on or if they're standing here in a kid's camp shirt, likely they're, they'll here to pray. So let's just close our service with prayer this morning and then we'll see downstairs. Father God, thank you for each heart that's here today, Lord, each life. Lord, we know that each one matters to you, God. And Lord, we, we thank you so much for each child, God. Our, our heart's desire is to see them grow up in your love and in your wisdom and on your path. So Jesus, today, I pray that we would all learn to reflect your light, to shine your light. And God, help us to, to, uh, to just go forth from here with, with your light in our hearts. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thanks so much for coming again. Prayer team will be up front here. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Join us downstairs for lunch. You guys stop your feet like that?